Hi, this is Medrash Tanhuma, Parsus Truma. It's a short piece, and it's based on something somewhat disturbing that the Medrash says. I'll read you the Pasuk that we are discussing. It says, V'zos ha-truma sh'tikhu mi'itam zav kesev nechoshet v'olot elim udamim. These are right, these are different uh, fabrics and materials used in building the Mishkan, and gold, silver, brass, and dyed, red dyed hides. And the Medrash says that each of these words foretell another exile of the Jewish people. The gold is Babylonia, the silver is Persia, uh, the brass is Yavan, Greece, and finally the last one, the red dyed uh, hides is Edom, right, Rome. So it seems somewhat uh, disturbing that here we are building the Mishkan and all of that excitement that Jewish people have and dedicating it, and yet sort of embedded in the fabric of the Mishkan is already a foreboding of all the exiles to come. Uh, furthermore, um, the, the Zohar says that, uh, in fact, no Mishkan or Beit HaMikdash could ever remain standing if they're not built by God. So, <laughs> and the Be'er Mamarim, which is a commentary on the Midrash, says that when, it, when uh, one of the most beautiful aspects of the Mishkan is, right, uh, that, that God will now dwell in the midst of the Jewish people. How could that be? That's all this foreboding when we have all this joy. So he says, no, that refers to, again, a messianic time. Now, of course, you have to keep in mind that uh, it just wasn't inevitable. God is above time and space, so the Jewish people didn't have to, you know, sin with the uh, golden calf and the, and the spies and our destiny would have been different. But, of course, God is above time and knows, even though we had free will, what will be. And so we already uh, have this foreshadowing. The question is, how do we get a positive message out of this? Uh, it almost reminds me a little bit of the story of uh, King Chizkiyahu. You know, he didn't want to get married, didn't want to have a child, because he knew this child would, uh, you know, be into Avodah Zarah and drag the Jewish people down. And the uh, prophet Yeshayo said, listen, you just do what you have to do and God will worry about the future. You, you, don't, you can't stop getting married uh, just because you're, you're convinced that the child will be you know, a rotten king. Uh, and in fact, he ended up marrying Yeshayo's daughter and he was on his deathbed and he got extra years. So... It seems like there is a message that you have to keep going despite setbacks. Uh, it also reminds me a bit of something Rav Yosef Tosolovechik, the Rav said, uh, in terms of Pesach, that it's skipping, that our Jewish destiny is a zigzag. And as we go forward, we hit a hurdle, we lurch backwards, and then we go forward again. But we never, we're always going towards our destiny but not in a straight line, in a zigzag. So I think 
the bottom line is that maybe there's a very important and positive message here embedded in the, in the fabric of the Mishkan. And that is that life is full of setbacks and you can't let them stop you. You must keep going forward. Don't be blind that they will occur, but, you know, move forward. And uh, we have a spiritual destiny and we have to reach our goal and nothing can deter us. Have a great Shabbos.